aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Gene Gamolka is a retired Navy chaplain, author, screenwriter, Roman Catholic priest. His books include The Survival Guide for Married Military Couples and Core Values of Honor, Courage, and Commitment. That was adopted by the Marine Corps and later the Navy. St. John Paul II named him Monsignor with Prelate of Honor. That's a very high position in the Catholic Church. He suffered reprisals. 1992, uh, let's see, it was in 92 that you wrote... Uh, uh, your article, uh, this uh, was an article that was uh, uh, most publication, Military Times, Marine Corps Gazette, Stars and Tribes, Conservative Republicans, National Review, Liberal Magazines, New Republic, all covered up the real problems uh, under his research. The 92 report published in Proceedings and reprinted in First Things. Afterwards, he testified for Congress addressed before the New York City Catholic Lawyers Association, spoke before the National Defense University. He predicted consequences if Department of Justice policies were not changed. Years later, we're going to talk about more disciplinary problems. That was one. Negative impact on recruiting and retention. That's number two. And number three, uh, more medical problems stemming from the fact that multiple sex partners in the LGBTQ, et cetera, community spells more STDs, sexual diseases, monkeypox, and all that. And it just has all come about. This is nothing you wanted to see. The institutions of this com- country have been corrupted. You've got young men going into the seminaries. And if they aren't gay, they have a lavender mafia, you call it, a lavender mafia, then they're not allowed in. I've got a lot of Catholic friends who've written me letters I'll have to send some of those to Eugene because they're saying I was raised and born and uh, believe in the Catholic Church, but right now I'm having a real problem. Now, Jesus did not say that everybody's going to be welcome. Everyone's welcome, but he had rules, and the rules were toughest on his own disciples. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to follow Jesus Christ. It's never easy to do the right thing but it is the right thing to do. And you've seen that, haven't you, Gene, with the young seminarians dropping out, wanting to go, wanting to have a calling to follow Jesus, to have a calling to be part of the church and to spread the gospel and to minister to the people. And once they get in there, they go, this isn't what I signed up for. This is not right. And they've got a great moral compass. You're losing the best, the best of the best, aren't you? That's the problem. It's not like the people who are leaving or are being coerced into leaving are inadequate or second-rate seminarians. Actually, the ones who uh, are leaving are are the the cream of the crop. Oh, absolutely they are. Yeah, they're the ones who are truly dedicated. They're the ones who really want to be part of it. They worship and glorify Jesus, and they want to bring that to their congregations. They would have been the best priest. The bishops the same way. Uh, I mean, it's a horrible situation. And not only, and you show a similarity between what's happening in the military and what's happening in the Catholic Church. So it's throughout 
society, but the Catholic Church had always been a rock. It was always something that stood. They stood against abortion. They stood for doing the right thing. They had a few rules that you had to follow. Some of them I thought were kind of silly, but if you wanted to be a part of the Catholic Church, you had to follow the rules. I thought the Meatless Friday, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, then they also had the rule about during Lent, you had to give something up. And I think that was just a good thing for people to do. Realize, give something up so that you're, you have some skin in the game, essentially. That's what it amounts to. And that was a good thing. But uh, basically, they stood on principles. They don't have the principles anymore, Gene. Well, the, the reason is uh, because we've, been, we've seen a lot of uh, compromised uh, people being ordained and promoted, you know, as bishops, archbishops, cardinals, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the church has a, a pope who perhaps covered up more sexual abuse in Buenos Aires, you know, than any uh, bishop in the world. Right. Now, one of the things that you talked about, let's talk about this to begin with. And that is, I thought it was a fabulous article, and it's uh, published uh, just recently, just recently came out, uh, churchmilitant.com, and it's called The Seat of Corruption. And you go right straight to Albany, New York, the capital. They settled a lawsuit, 750000 just one lawsuit against the Albany Diocese, and this was a lawsuit about what? Well, this was one of uh, uh, hundreds of, uh, I guess there were about 300 lawsuits. And actually, I, I believe there were seven lawsuits brought against uh, the former bishop, uh, Howard Hubbard, alone. In other words, the, uh, the, the former bishop of Albany, who was replaced by Ed Scharfenberger, uh, was himself accused of, of, abusing, uh, of abuse by seven different victims. Other than being other than being fired as a bishop, which I imagine he was, has he had any repercussions from the? Well, not really. Uh, no, he's still a bishop. That's the problem. No. <laughs> that, 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 yes, yes. You you have to understand what most people don't realize. What the church covers up is the fact that you know there are there have been about one hundred and fifty bishops in the world credibly accused of abusing minors or vulnerable adults. And out of those 150 bishops to date, only seven out of the 150 have been laicized. So the others wow. that the, the remaining abusive bishops who covered up or who engaged in abuse, you know, uh, are still out there. They're collecting uh, salaries or they're, they're retired. I mean, look, look at Cardinal Whirl. you know, he covered up all that abuse in Pittsburgh. Right. That, he, that was shown by the Pennsylvania Grand Jury. And how much did uh, Cardinal Wilton Gregory give him last year for so-called ministerial duties? Two million dollars. Now, do you, how many kidding. people do you know? Two, $2 million, million dollars he was given for so-called ministerial duties. That's why somebody wrote, boy, he must know a lot of dirt about Gregory and the others to be given two million dollars in one year for so-called ministerial duties and the man's retired in disgrace only now the problem as i see it is that only the pope can discipline a bishop nobody else has any control there's no uh that's correct only a a, a body of bishops no one has the authority but the pope but you see the pope can't discipline them 
because the bishops know that he's, you know, done even worse things than they have. Wow. Now in Buffalo, that uh, there are two times the number of Catholics in Buffalo as in Albany, uh, and they have uh, 900 sex abuse claims right now. That could add up to $676 million or more. Uh, never expected a justice for the abuse system because they lost the claims when they claimed that. And then the claims, they said, were unsubstantiated, and they closed the case. They do what insurance companies well, yes, do, delay, deny, defend. Oh, exactly. And that's why even now in that article, I, I don't disclose, uh, I, I disclose one name, but I don't disclose other names because some of these uh, cases are still uh, going through the courts and their right, attorneys right. have advised them not to disclose their identities. <laughs> but I can tell you that, for example, one of those victims filed a report of abuse on a set on a Sunday evening at 8 p.m. In other words, he sent it through the system that it right. was set up by the uh, Diocese of Buffalo. He submitted uh, his report at 8 p.m. on a Sunday evening. And then after not hearing back for months from them, then they, they, they issued him, a, they sent him a notice saying, well, we investigated your, your allegations. We found them to be uncre- uncredible as ah. of uh, this date. Now, remember, that when, the date that they provided when they said they completed their study was the same date that he submitted the claim. In other words, so, in other words Sunday night from 8 o'clock to midnight, they they absolutely investigated all of his claims and found them uncredible. Now, now tell me that 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 doesn't remind you of some insurance companies that send, send their people uh, letters saying, denying their claims because it wasn't covered by their policy. It's, it's deny, deny, deny. And, and it's only when these victims threaten lawsuits that sometimes they get justice. Otherwise the, the church covers up, covers up in, in lies and lies and lies. Whereas the bishops promise their parishioners, they promise them transparency. They're getting no transparency <laughs> at all. It's just words, wasn't it? Well, it is. I mean, because if you if you look at you know what what's going on in Buffalo, you will discover that uh, these reporting systems, these flawed, corrupt, fraudulent reporting systems, are actually operating in many dioceses throughout the United States. In other words, they're all set up. They want people to think that they're being transparent. And they want people also to believe that there is an independent third party, not, you know, it's investigating these claims. So they can't be accused of internal church investigations. But in, in reality, those uh, companies that are, are, are uh, hired to uh, process these uh reports. I have nothing to do with reports and and investigating. They just merely forward them to the the diocese and and the bishop in in turn then just continues to protect, you know, the predator priest who are being accused. And they've destroyed the lives of a lot of these young young boys, especially boys, they've destroyed their lives. They, 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 they? absolutely. Plus, you know, how many how many of those young men today, you know, are are drug addicts, alcoholics, and how many of them right. committed suicide? You know, because you have to understand, uh, Erskine, that uh, it's not just the abuse 
that that is very difficult for these victims to deal with uh, later on. But it's the betrayal, the, the lack of, uh, of, right. of of empathy and understanding on the part of the bishops. In other words, they they feel like they're raped the second time when these bishops cover up, <clears throat> or they they accuse them of, well, you're just reporting this to make money, or you want to sue us. Uh, so this really, of course, you know, greatly, greatly, greatly upsets these uh, these young men. And then, like I say, unfortunately, some of them, as we know, have been. Uh, led to uh, take their own lives. Well, you've got you've got the priest, you've got uh, the bishops who were in a position of power. They were to be trusted. They were the ones who were speaking for the church. They were representing the church, and when they represented in that manner, it's totally wrong, totally wrong, every level. And then they went to the DA in Erie County, New York, John Flynn. Not one priest was prosecuted. Not one. That's incredible, isn't it? Well, because you have to understand, remember, uh, John Flynn uh, uh, is, uh, is in the back pocket of the, uh, the, the Bishop of Buffalo. When, when, when the new Bishop of Buffalo uh, was installed, uh, Bishop uh, Michael Fisher was installed during COVID, <clears throat> there were only about maybe 20 people in the, in the cathedral for that installation ceremony. And one of them was John Flynn, the district attorney. Now, not only did he not prosecute abusive priests, but he also prosecuted, but he did prosecute, uh, maliciously prosecute uh, uh, seminarians. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Talking about Gene Gamelka and Gene uh, Michael Fisher walking in as uh, Bishop of Buffalo area. And first thing he looks on his desk, there are 900 sex, child sex abuse claims. Could cost him, oh, over half a billion dollars. A billion, not million, over half a billion dollars if they settle anywhere like the one in Albany. Now, when you're looking at that, is he going to make some major changes, major changes to what's going on? And what about the parishioners? How do they feel about that? Are they aware of what's going on? Two questions. Number one, what's well, Fisher going to do? Uh, Fisher is going to cover and cover and cover. That's basically Fisher oh, was sent in Lord. there because he, you know, had experience already covering, you know, when he, before he got there and, and he also was, uh, preceded by uh, Ed Scharfenberger, who was sent to Albany 
you know, to cover for Hubbard. So, you know, when you have people like Fisher and Scharfenberger uh, covering up, those victims aren't going to, to get any justice. And the best way of no, the one way you know that for sure is when you realize that Father Richard Biernat, who uh, was uh, a victim of, of abuse in, in Buffalo, who was threatened by the uh, bishop if he revealed that, that he would be sent back to Poland. In time, then he uh, he kept his mouth shut, but then he was ordained. But then he, when he outed uh, Malone for uh, covering up all of the abuse, Malone, before he w- was forced to uh, retire in disgrace, suspended him. And w- the fact that neither Scharfenberger nor Fisher have lifted that suspension, that basically tells you that Scharfenberger and Fisher are totally Totally, totally corrupt. Do the parishioners know that this has been going on? And if they do, are, aren't they leaving the church in droves? Well, what's happening is this. Yes, there, there, there are. If you look at the statistics for the, the diocese of Buffalo, you will see, yes, that there is a dramatic, been a, a, a dramatic decrease in the number of, uh, of uh, Catholics in the diocese. But you also know, too, that there there's still a lot of uh, Catholics there who just simply, you know, pay, pray, and obey. In other words, they, they, they're, they're afraid of losing their uh, eternal life insurance policy and not be buried in the church, you know, uh, which they almost maybe they think that if they're buried in the church, they'll go to heaven. But if they speak out uh, that their eternal life insurance premiums that they've been paying have been for naught. So... Unfortunately, there's almost like this this idea that if, if they if they buck the bishops, and and they expose you know these predator priests, uh, it, it, it's going to come back and, and harm them spiritually. You were a prelate with honor. You walked away. You had to. You had to, because you realize in your heart, people need to look at their heart and see what would Jesus do on this. That's what you really have to do, isn't it? Well, I had to choose really between, unfortunately, between Jesus Christ and the church. Now, right. the church is supposed to be Jesus Christ. The church, supposed is, to you're be. not supposed, supposed to be to put be. in that position. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So that, that, that's why, you know, when, when, when you look at the church today, uh, you, you recognize that there are a lot of still very, very good and devout, uh, Catholics out there, right? You know, good holy Catholics, and, and also some good holy uh, priests, and some, and a few, a few, you know, very good holy bishops. But unfortunately, you know, you have so much corruption, so many corrupt bishops today, that uh, it's causing so many people to leave, and and uh, because they, it, not because they're giving up the teachings of the holy. Roman Catholic Church, they're giving up, you know, these, uh, uh, they, they cannot in conscience, you know, follow these false leaders. Well, that's, that's very understandable. Pope uh, John 23rd, he was a good Pope. He understood. He tried to do the right thing. But what we've got now is certainly a different situation. Now, what do you, we got a question we get back about what do you tell the prisoners? The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Now, what's been happening with the church, they have an ongoing uh, problem getting priests. I think it's down to like 35,000 priests now. There's 75, uh, 59,000 back in 75. Uh, the average age of the priest has gone way up. It's up to at least 40 years, uh, 70 years old now. Ordinations are way off. Number of parishes closing are huge. And the cost of it. Can the Catholic Church survive with all these costs and everything that's going on? Can it survive in its present form? And should it survive? Well, unfortunately, um, you, you see that the, the number of priests has, as you said, you know, uh, dropped dramatically. And, and the number of vocations uh, continue you know, to decline uh, uh, there are more priests dying, you know, than being ordained, and uh, there's actually more priests over 90 than there are under 30 today. Wow! So, uh, wow! Uh, so the, the the problem it it, it 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 continues to get worse, and the, and the problem is that the, the the bishops that they put in charge of vocations for the United States <clears throat> were people like. Uh, Cardinal Tobin and, and Bishop Cecchio and and uh, now uh, uh, Bishop, Archbishop Laurie, the the the, the base the, the the bishops that they put in charge of vocations are are pretty well known to be homosexuals. Well, like, and, like and, the and one consequently, the... they're not going to be looking to recruit you know straight guys. Well, you can't you know homosexual males make up two percent of the U.S. population. You're not going to be right. able to to fill all those parishes just by you know using a, a pull a, a pool of two uh, percent so so the numbers will continue to go down and 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 uh, you're not and it's also going to have a, a negative impact upon attracting you know heterosexuals because they know that if they are ordained they're not going to be promoted they'll never be made a bishop or a vicar general or a rector of a seminary because they're 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 straight and and the bishops and, and the, the gay people in charge do not want to be outed. Well, they brought in a very progressive uh, bishop from uh, San Diego to take over in Phoenix, where they had a very conservative bishop before. That's going to have a major impact on that. They just keep promoting up those who are, you call them uh, progressive or whatever, uh, but they're extremely liberal. They keep pr- promoting them up 
and with those who are conservative, people of value, people who had their values, they're letting them go by the wayside. This is totally wrong. And the prisoners are wising up to that. So, but for somebody who is a prisoner and they want to, they still want to follow the Catholic Church, what can be done? Because you said at one point, the number one Christian religion in the United States is Catholicism. Number two is those who used to be Catholic. That's a huge underserved population, isn't it, Gene? Well, as you say, those who are former Catholics make up the second largest denomination, right. which actually at, at 30 million is twice the number of the largest Protestant denomination, the Southern Baptist Convention, which comes in at 15 million. Right. So what what are these people doing? Where are they going? Well, they're, they're basically not going. You know, they're 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 not they're not uh, going to other churches, and, and most of them are just staying home. Uh, they they've lost. Uh, you know, uh, they, they they they're not being fed. I mean, who, who wants to go out of their way? You know, uh, it, it, especially if if you believe that. Uh, the, 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 the priest who's uh, preaching, you know, is, is preaching, you know, things that really uh, are not in keeping with, with the, uh, the teachings of the Catholic Church. Uh, well, when you're looking, looking at the teachings of the Catholic Church, uh, the Catholic Church was tough on their people uh, to get in. Because if you look at the Bible, Jesus was very, very tough, toughest on his own disciples. He was tougher on them than other people. I mean, he put them through the ringer. If you're going to follow me, you got to toughen up, boys. This is going to be tough. But he didn't ask any more of them. They asked of himself. Here's a guy who fought for 40 days and 40 nights and came back and said, let's go for a hike up on the hills. That's a man's man who can do that, Gene. You know that. I mean, he was, he was as tough as any Marine going. But when no, you look absolutely. At that, That's why, did you know, uh, I don't know if you knew Erskine, but uh, the, the Marine Corps always had the highest percentage of Catholics of all the, the branches of the military. Almost one out of every three Marines right. uh, uh, were, were, were Catholics. So, so that's why they were looking for a, a few good men. And a lot of those Marines, Catholic Marines, when they went through boot camp, said that their, their basic training was, was a lot easier than what they went through when they went through Catholic grade schools and so forth. Right. Uh, the nuns, the nuns, especially there, were a little bit rough on the people, and that's pretty important. Well, they, 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 they were looking. They, 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 they turned these boys into men. <laughs> they did. Now, when you've got that, and now you've got a church that's allowing uh, the homosexuality. Yeah, you can come in. Anybody can come in. They're allowing abortion on demand and all this. Now, if you want to. Uh, be gay. That's your your business, but you're not going to become a member of this church. That's that's the church's business. Now, military recruiting with the Catholic Church and the Boy Scouts, and you've got a really remarkable thing here. Uh, your responsibility. You cover. You involve 250 chaplains from 60 different faith groups with the Marines throughout the world, and uh, you you confirmed that data was being covered up by the mainstream media. Ten. Percent, ten percent of the Catholic chaplains serving the Marines during your three three year period, ninety one to ninety four, were either incarcerated or given other honorable discharges for what sexual misconduct? Mild compared to thirty years since the Catholic chaplain received who preyed upon Naval Academy shipmen and Marines 
who also produced and distributed child pornography. Among the five abuse cases you dealt with, one involved pedophilia with two pre-pubescent children, two involved homosexual uh, predation of teenage boys from military families, Kids. and two uh, with uh, young Marines. Now, this, when you saw that, you you it probably just made you sick, but, uh, I mean, this was horrible. And then also with the Boy Scouts was the same thing. Uh, so this, this is really, uh, you know, Boy Scouts and had a friend uh, where I lived in Indiana, and he worked for the uh, one of the uh, child protective thing coming out of courts, and he ended up uh, having sex with the young kids. So what did he do? He went down to Florida and got a job doing the same thing when they call him there. I mean, they just, they shuffle around throughout society. This isn't a problem just of the Catholic Church. It's among other churches too, Gene. I'm not just putting Catholic Church down. It's among the Southern Baptists and others where you have the teens anywhere you have young kids. That's where you have to be very careful who you hire. They have to be very careful. Well, and Dr. Judith Reisman, the late Dr. Judith Reisman, the foremost expert on homosexuality in the world, uh, she warned you know, the Boy Scouts in 2013 when they uh, allowed gays to be members of the Boy Scouts. And in 2015, two years later, when they allowed gay scoutmasters to serve in the Boy Scouts. Well, she warned them because she pointed out, she says, look, 73% of homosexual men admit to at one time in their life of having come on to a teenage boy. So she said, given that high percentage, you're putting, you know, these men in as, as Boy Scout leaders, and you're going to think they're not going to get in the trouble. They're not going to try to seduce some of these young scouts. You know, it, right. it, it, it's going against all the data. So what, what happens now, you know, it's with it's only seven years, Erskine. It's only seven years now since they made that change. And they are facing, they've had over 100,000 lawsuits filed. Wow, in the, the, mil- Scouts, in the military? Or rather, Boy Scouts? The Boy Scouts, over 100,000 lawsuits against the Boy Scouts, wow. you know, after, after, after changing that only seven years ago. Oh, well, and then in the military, you can't uh, be in the military if you didn't take the COVID shot, but they have uh, released, uh, reduced the penalty. You can certainly join if you have HIV. How much sense does that make? Well, it, it's again, you know, you, you have a president, you know, who is is is, is uh, basically who has destroyed, in, in my opinion, in the opinion of a lot of other military leaders that I know that I served with over the years. Right. <clears throat> the, the, the Biden is is destroying, really destroying the, the military, uh, and, he and unfortunately, he, uh, he some of the, the, the senior military leaders today. Are, are these woke leaders are, are are just being complacent and and, and not you know standing up for, you know for in, in addressing the real problems? Absolutely, and if we don't address these real problems, it's going to come back and bite us because we're going to have a war someday, and we're not going to be able to have the right people to fight it. Well, exactly, and you have to have a, a healthy. You know, because remember, one of the three uh, problems that I predicted, if they change the DOD homosexual exclusion policy, 
uh, was going to be more medical problems. Now, you know that uh, in 1995, was when, when, when AIDS, AIDS deaths peaked, and since then, you know, they've developed uh, drugs and so forth to help arrest, you know, the, the, uh, the AIDS and HIV. But at the same time today, you know, you're, you're looking at other diseases like monkeypox, and, and which, again, is, is affecting the, uh, the gay community. And, and people are, are covering, you know, this up in the military. They're, they're not addressing the fact that, uh, that by, by taking people who engage in, uh, in, in, in promiscuous sex and have quite a number uh, of, of different sex partners, you're, you're going to have more medical problems. You know? Right. So it's not it's, – it, the same thing would happen if, if straight men had as many sex partners as gay men. They would have the same – number of, of medical problems and STDs oh, yeah. and other things. Oh yeah. You know, so it's it, it's it's really it's not it's not like gay versus straight. It, it it's it's how many sex partners are they having? And the fact is is that when you you have heterosexual sex, with women are involved, women are not going to allow you to have all these different sex partners. They're they're not into that. So so that's why you know you you have the problems that you do have today. Now the Roman Catholic Church, uh, unlike the Greek. Uh, Orthodox Church, uh, where the priests are married, 26.9% of the priests in 2012 identified themselves as heterosexuals. That's less than 30%. That's a little bit, a uh, little bit weird, isn't it? Uh, for administration. Well, you know, it, it, that, that is a major change. You have to understand, you know, over, over a 50 year period, because right. uh, 50 years ago, uh, you, you, uh, the, the, the uh, Homosexuals were a small minority, but today it, it's it's by and large, by as you say, you know those studies show that uh, that three out of four uh, priests today, according to those that research, are are homosexuals, and probably about uh, eight out of ten bishops uh, today are are also homosexuals. Incredible, incredible. Now, uh, article you wrote about a month ago. Every straight pro-life bishop should resign in protest. Now, I happen to agree with that 100%, because the Catholic Church, at one point, they didn't even allow contraception, and uh, I didn't agree with that. They didn't allow that uh, because you go forth and multiply. I can understand where it came from, but I didn't agree with it. But abortion, that was off the table. Verboten. Nobody talked about abortion. If you're Roman Catholic, you certainly wouldn't abort a baby because that was a child. It was a child of God. And there are over a hundred places in the Bible where it talks, I knew you before you were born. I mean, doesn't that tell people something? And where do they come off not supporting uh, Bishop Corleone, Archbishop of San Francisco? Uh, he should have announced his resignation because he allows people like Nancy Pelosi to take communion. How do you have people who are pro-abortion taking communion in the Roman Catholic Church? You go back just a few years ago, that would have been absolutely wrong on every level, wouldn't it? Well, unfortunately, again, you know, the if you read uh, uh, research, uh, even within the, uh, the LGBTQ community, one of their tenets is that uh, abortion rights and LGBTQ rights are, quote, inseparable. Why? Why? And, and that doesn't given, make sense to me. Why? 
Well, no, it does. It does. They, they let, let me explain they're, they're why, why, why they believe, you know, why they believe that LGBTQ rights and abortion rights are inseparable. Because you see, if you're having, uh, if, if the number of sex partners you have is, is like six times higher than the straight people, right? So you're having a lot of right. sex, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if, if you're very sexually active, okay, you're basically leading a very promiscuous lifestyle. And then the same thing, too, is if you're a heterosexual, if you're promiscuous, if you're the more sex you're having, the more chances are of getting pregnant and, and, and then wanting to have an abortion. Yeah, right? but, but if you're gay and you're having sex only with your own sex, you're not going to produce babies that way. We, I well, you're not. You're not. The you're not. But the, the, the fact is, it, 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 if you look at the people who are marching... Uh, like in these LGBTQ, you know, demonstrations and so forth, they're they're not they're they're not just gays. You're going to find a lot of them are promiscuous straights. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Gold Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Legal bills and that type of thing of all these lawsuits projected, uh, Gene, you said at one point to be over $4 billion. How can a church put out $4 billion and survive? Well, it's, it's closer now to $5 billion, actually. When you consider wow. uh, after the uh, states like New York and New Jersey and California and others uh, lifted their uh, statute of limitations for filing you know, abuse claims, uh, now that that has happened, you have all of these additional uh, lawsuits going through. So, so uh, it, it's well over. It's it's right now. It's pro- well probably over five billion dollars. So, uh, but on the other hand, too, remember that the Catholic Church has a lot of uh, money and and a lot of churches. So, if if they uh, and, and 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 now that the uh, the number of priests are going down. They have more of these churches now. They can just simply sell. I mean, look, even in Canada, you know, the number of churches uh, that, that that were sold and schools and institu- Catholic institutions to pay off, you know, abuse uh, lawsuits, especially on the reservations. Now, we need need in this country more life affirming TVs and movies. We don't need the uh, violent ones. We don't need anti human, anti life. You've you've done movies. Are you thinking about doing some movies that are happy and pro life movies? Well, Have I, you been right now about the, that? the movie that I, I'm, I'm trying to get produced uh, is uh, it, 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 it uh, 
uh, will in- involve uh, the the, uh, the predation of of a of a, of a seminarian, uh, and uh, basically, I'm, I'm trying to expose something that, that the uh, media has kept, you know, quiet. The only movie right. that, that comes even close to this was uh, Primal Fear with Richard Gere and Ed Norton uh, years ago, which which talked about or involved a, a young man who was forced to have sex in front of the archbishop and who uh, then later on murdered the archbishop. Right, right. So you're trying to expose what's come out uh, in a movie so that I'm trying to people expose what it. you see right. spotlight while they reported on the process of exposing the abuse in the Catholic Church. Uh, Spotlight never really addressed the uh, the predators or the victims. So my uh, pr- uh, screenplay, uh, Broken Vows, uh, is designed to address, to give uh, viewers an insight into uh, you know the lives of, of those who are abused as well as those who cover up the abuse. Well, you know you're not going to get much help from the media because the media is totally on the other side. That's correct. But you see, on the other hand, if I could find a producer, for example, like Mel Gibson or someone who remembered right. Mel, you know, uh, when he produced The Passion of the Christ. Fabulous. Now, the movie. media, of course, Fabulous. would never Terrific. do that. But, and then they, 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 they criticized him. They, they tried to say it's going to be a flop. You're wasting all your money. And, and, and then he proved them wrong. So if right. I could find someone like Mel Gibson who could look at this and say, hmm. This is correct. I mean, this is, you see, 95% of everything that is found in my screenplay is based upon real life, you know, uh, uh, events. I I think it would be an absolutely fabulous movie to see because we need to see exactly what's happened. But it's going to be one which hopefully, I'm saying this in hopefully, hopefully it'll upset some people and wake them up to what's going on and let them see that there are alternatives. We've got to give people alternatives. Those who are uh, who are Roman Catholic right now, and they want an alternative, a lot of them are really, really worried about themselves. They can't go back to the church, and there's nowhere else they can go. So they are almost adrift, and that's a very sad thing. They're good people. They're really good people. And they enjoyed the service. They enjoyed the liturgy, and they enjoyed... Uh, the entire thing that uh, with the Roman Catholic Church provide, even the Latin and May parts, because Latin, I thought, was not necessarily a bad thing. People say, you never understood. Well, yes, we did understand the Latin. And the other part about it was any church anywhere in the world, you may not understand the language, but it was in Latin, you could understand it. I thought that was a good thing for a universal church. Well, and that's uh, something that's, again, as you know, coming under fire by Pope Francis and, uh, uh, and, and, and uh, his minions who uh, are threatened, really, because you see, the people who are, are really like, supportive of the, uh, of the Latin Mass, most of those are, are people who uh, also you know, support family life, who are not you know, into the whole right. you know, LGBTQ uh, agenda. Do you have a problem with the Latin Mass? I don't. No, I don't. I I, I taught liturgies, so I, I can appreciate you know both. Thank you, Gene. Gene Gamolka. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Thank you, Gene. 
Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs Operated, five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.